I'm Emily Byrne. I'm Jonathan Corporal. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Logic and, and Common, Common Sense. Sense. Let me introduce my good friend, Andy Rebirth. He's going to open us up with this, uh, I guess it's a spoken word. Spoken word. So let's get it. Get it. It's not about skin color. It's sin, brother. There's only one way to win, brother. Let's win, brothers. Reach one, teach another. And you ain't got to preach, little brother. Just be his brother. And show love like a driving force. Jesus for America. We need to come in one accord. Dang. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just give you a little something. That's yes. some good stuff. Well, we got we got Emily, Andy Rebirth, and myself, Jonathan, and we want to talk with him about who he is, what he's doing in New Orleans and the surrounding area. In fact, he's actually gone to New York. Uh, what are some other states you've gone to recently in the past few months? The past few months, we hit Houston, Texas. We hit Philly. We hit New Jersey. We hit New York. Uh, Indiana. That was just in his last run right here. Wow. Oh, my God. So, who are you? I'm just a... <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how, how much time do just I have? Little, on just a little bit. Just Make a little bit. Quick. I'm a husband to a beautiful wife. I'm a father to my kids. I'm a pastor. I'm an American, so I represent freedom. Yeah. I'm a, did I say I was a pastor? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I, I said that? Okay. Yeah. What's your nationality? Oh, I'm just mixed all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're we're American, right? We're American. Well, my my dad is Cuban. My mom's Honduran. My dad's roots go back to Sicily. My mom's roots, some of them go back to Germany. And I was born here on the West Bank in New Orleans. Wow! All right, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. no, I think all of us Americans are such a mix of everything. Right, you know what I mean? Right. We're this huge melting pot. It's incredible. Yeah, and that's what makes it beautiful. Right. 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 Question. Right. So yeah, so Andy was a part of the Let Them Worship event, I don't know, a couple months ago, I think it was. Ne last month. Last no month? November, right? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. okay, so it was very recent. Um, we're already talking about having a New Year's Eve event in Jackson Square. Mayor LaToya came in swinging. I mean, she was furious huh. about this Let Them Worship event. She's already coming after the next event. So how did that affect you? Like, what? I know you took a lot of the heat. So how was that? That was... Really, I, I was really shocked at first because I, you know, I was like, man, this is a beautiful event that happened in our city just to see, especially like right now, how the nation is so divided and right. this rising up against this. And it's not about Democrat or Republican. This is about advancing the kingdom of God. Right. Absolutely. It's not about black or white. Right. So right. like you said earlier, we're a big melting pot, Louisiana. So just to see all the people coming together in harmony, come not, not together screaming, not together rioting, yeah. coming together like kid, people with their kids on their shoulders and just people getting baptized like it was beautiful you know and then we talked about it and it was such a joyous occasion and then all of a sudden I start getting messages from everywhere I'm like you, you see what the mayor said the furious <laughs> I'm like furious about what right you know, like yeah so go ahead like man I I, I really it was a sh it was a big shock so factor for me let, I wasn't expecting let's right. make it let's make it clear though you started planning a like a worship prayer event for New Year's Eve at Jackson Square. You didn't even know this show that was being planned at the same location, whether it was going to be in front of the church or at that amphitheater. You had no idea, right? I had no idea. No idea. And what a coincidence that, that as soon as the mayor hears about it, she's tripping out. And that event is actually a, um, 
I think it's a secular broadcast. It's yes. not a Christian event. It's not like a big worship thing. It's a it's a New Year's Eve um, TV broadcast, and they they have TV events all over the place. So I'm kind of confused that she's coming after specifically Christians. Because again, like that the girl Lauren Daigle, just being a Christian, happening to be a popular singer. If it was Miley Cyrus, you think the mayor would be upset? No, exactly. Like, this is what I want to touch on because Lauren Daigle's motives was pure. Mm -hmm. Like, we got a Grammy winner, right? You know how much she could get signed, like a contract to book her for a show? Like, at this Let Us Worship event, there was no contract signed. This was not a concert. This was our right to gather. This was us exercising our First Amendment rights. So just with that and just seeing how, uh, like, how determined she is, like, going against her, like, uh, there's a root of pride there, you know, and the Lord resists the proud. And when you have, when, when you're in a position of authority, you cannot, you cannot afford to move in pride because you're affecting everyone that you're in a position to lead. Like, if we look at it with Katrina, what was the, the main thing with Katrina was because the standards broke. It was the levees yeah. breaking that brought the catastrophe, right? Yep. So... When an enemy comes through like a flood, the spirit of God will raise up a standard. A standard is meant to hold back the flood waters that will potentially drown everything behind that standard. So our mayor moving in pride is weakening the standard. And if that collapse, there's going to be a great flood. Right. Well, and the point of this whole event, too, that I want to make very clear is it was nonpartisan. We're seeing all of the divide and the hurt, as you were talking about a second ago, that's been going on within the past, what, 10? Are we at 10 months now (laughs) of all of this stuff? Probably 10 months. We almost hit a year. And so it's just about having that event where Americans, people, Christians, Louisianians, who can all just gather together and be one in Christ and just be one with each other, Mm -hmm. united, instead of being divided and continuously tearing each other down and tearing each other apart. The city city needs that, and they need more people like you um, just being a part of that. And it it brings unity. And with so much, I mean, we live in a violent area. The greater New Orleans area is very violent. There are shootings literally every day. There are violent crimes happening on a daily basis. Uh, carjacking since the COVID pandemic started went up. I think the the New Orleans police chief said ni- over 900 percent. Wow! So think about that. You got all these people going through tough times. You got kids that aren't in school. You got gangsters recruiting young kids because now they're not in school, so it's easier to recruit. And crime is just going through the roof. But yet our local government is ta- attacking Christians. Now I wanted to ask you because. You're a pastor. You have a church. Your church, I think, was um, y'all followed all the rules. Y'all, when they said uh, no church services, right? Y'all did an outdoor. We did a drive-in service. Y'all did a drive-in. One point four acres, so we had all the cars in the back. Right to accommodate. You're like whether or not I don't know what your stance is on COVID. Uh, you know, I, I don't agree with the scientists that are saying we're all going to die. But at the same time, I'm respectful. So you know, I, I think what you did was great. It's very respectful. But how do you feel? that the mayor welcomed and gave an approval to a swinger conference, which is a giant orgy party uh, with hundreds of people. She gave approval for that, but yet she's condemning and rebuking a Christian worship sing-along. Did that, how did and, that feel? No, and, and there was forty over 40 cases, I believe 41 linked cases of COVID that broke out from that swingers convention, right? But there has been no length of COVID cases to the Let Us Worship event. Right. And I've got the, I got the letter from the Attorney General Right here, where he, yeah, <laughs> where he says, um, you know, the the disapproval of our 
the Let Us Worship protest is, is lamentable. It occurred in the same location as a June protest that the city allowed. And then the religious protest hasn't been tied to any COVID-19 outbreaks, unlike the recent naughty Nolan Swinger Convention. So the wow. attorney general has recognized that um, our protest apparently was safe. Right. And uh, it's just, it's ridiculous. She, right. ap- so she approves that and then exactly. of us. So the Christians. city of New Orleans is really just backing you know, protests or these events that further their agenda. And they know that Christians are very strong in their faith, very, very strong people. And then if she can break that down, they have almost more control. If she can break down your faith, which is is and should be the most, one of the most important things in your life. If she can break that down, they have more control. You know, they can push their agenda further because the, the people aren't looking to anybody else. They're not looking to God at that point. You know, so it's really unfortunate to see this just blatant violation on our First Amendment rights, you know, because, again, by them doing this, they're just blatantly, I don't even know, approving these partisan um, protests and these partisan events right. that further their own agenda. Like the Joe Bi- there was a Joe Biden parade. And again, we're not, I do political things, but as a Christian, when, I, when I'm doing ministry, it's not political. I don't care if you are a left person or a right person. I, I want to reach out to you and see how can I help you as a Christian? Cause I know Jesus can help you and I, I've got Jesus inside of me. I can share that with you. Um, but it just, it blows my mind. She didn't have a problem with the Joe Biden parade in the French quarter, the celebration parade. Right. And then just like a day or a couple of days later, I think it might've even been the same day, but within that same time period, we do the let us worship event. She flips out. Um, it's all, it's on the news everywhere. And then I know you saw it. I spoke on the news, and then you, they, they did a whole segment with you on it, which was awesome. I'm so glad they did that to kind of show, you know, why were we there? Right, right. Um, and, and I don't want to keep talking about that event, but it's, it's just sad that this is the world we live in. And it appears that our First Amendment as Americans is almost about to be taken away from us. Do you have any, do you think that that is a real possibility? That the freedom to worship may be taken away from well, us? Well, it looks like that's the direction that we're heading in, right? And then the thing is, Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers of this nation in this beautiful country called America, actually, he was out of town when, when, the, when the Constitution was getting signed, and he refused to sign the Constitution if they didn't implement the First Amendment. So right. it was really actually the last one that was actually put into play because he believed that there should be a separation between church and state. There should mm-hmm. be a wall between church and state. Now here we are, the mayor quoting Romans, but she's misquoting it because she's taking it out of context because actually we're not breaking the law they're breaking the law right. exactly like this was signed by the supreme court the highest form of court in this country well, that's the document. how can you override that yeah that's what governs the people come on exactly well and i think a lot of people when they look at the separation between church and state they think that it's the church coming on to the government but it's actually the opposite it's to keep the government from pushing their ideals into the church exactly because who who all right was Martin Luther King a preacher, yes or no? Yes. Okay, Martin Luther King was a man of God, a church man. Who is the main guy responsible for desegregating America? <laughs> Martin Luther King, a church a church group. Right. I mean, it started in the church, so we shouldn't be suppressing something that has brought so much freedom to our country and brought so much healing and unity because it didn't come from the political group. It didn't come from, uh, um, you know, some committee. It literally came from 
a, a preacher. Now, whether or not he was a perfect person, I never met the man. Right. What he did was awesome. So to try to shut down churches is ridiculous. And uh, we, we can't forget Martin Luther King was a preacher. He started that whole movement. We all know about it. Right. So we shouldn't be letting the government try to shut us down because if they would have shut down the churches then we would we still be segregated right now. We wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, we right. wouldn't. Right. Well, and the churches honestly do some of the greatest good within our country. The churches are the ones that um, host most of the charities and give back to the homeless and give back to these different groups. So if they really care about the, the people, their constituents within their area, their district or state, then they would support the churches exactly. because the churches are who backs and really helps a lot of these people that are in need. So, so all right, so she had a, a big problem about us with this event. And then our, our ministry, mm -hmm. one of core ministries, just seemed to get, like, a lot of heat from it. It was just getting right. blasted out like we was the ones that hosted the event. But it actually, in all actuality, it was a collective group of church bodies. It was mm -hmm. many several churches coming together in one accord to right. host this event because it's not about one person, right? But my thing is, we always do work in the community. Always. Like, exactly. like it's not nothing new. No, exactly. Nothing. nothing. You, you know, like we doing we doing paint the block. And we reached out, like we working with people in Congress. We working with the with, with the people that's over the You're working districts. with Sherwin Williams. We working with <laughs> right. Sherwin Literally. Williams. Exactly. So this ain't you being in the community is not nothing new. She, it's like she only had a problem with it when y'all were singing, when we were singing. Mm -hmm. Like so she had a problem with we were singing. Right. So it, it's it's ridiculous. But I kind of want to get to this this topic of Christian people right now are there, there's two types of Christians right now. There's ones that want to be silent and let everything blow over. And oh, then, <laughs> I was going to say the real ones and the fake ones. Like, I, I, I mean, I, 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 that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. And then you got the ones who are like, well, I'm still going to continue to do ministry. Just like you're going to continue to do paint the block. You're going to continue to engage your community regardless of what the government says. Now, if the government came down, Andy, and said no, um, no Christmas uh, giveaway service, no, uh, you can't sing anymore at church like they do in California, uh, no street evangelism, no baptizing people in the water, would you still do it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Like, all right, this Sunday, our sixth annual tour drive. You know, right. and we're gonna give toys to the community we're gonna give bikes away we're gonna give a uh, flat screen we're gonna give some cash giveaways we're gonna mm. feed the neighborhood and basically these are some of these kids only christmas right. you know what right. i'm saying and they're gonna and we're there to show them the love of christ like people you can't just tell people about jesus you got to show people jesus and exactly. it goes back to the crime like if these people knew the guy that i know they wouldn't be pulling the gun. They wouldn't be shooting the guns and selling the drugs because I was the same one shooting guns and selling drugs. But then I had an encounter with the living right. God. Mm -hmm. So I want to share that. This actually is essential to help build up the community because the only reason they're doing the things they're doing because mm -hmm. they have no identity. Their exactly. identity is in the in the fake rappers in the in right. the, what they see and what, what's tangible. What they see in the neighborhood. They see the doughboy coming up to them and they think that's the only and way that fly, they can get he's out. He's got the right. Jordans. He's got. Right. The chain. Right. I mean, they that is their vision. That. That's, right. that, that's the only this thing. This is how see. I get out. This is how I can get shoes out the store and they not hand me down. Right. right. Or I don't have to steal them. Oh, I don't have to steal them. But I got to do something illegal so I can buy so them. So I can obtain right. it. So that's why it's essential for us to come in and let them know no, there's a better way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like then, you can break the curse that's over your family. Right. 
Well, and again, the churches are the ones that are showing them the better way. It's not mm -hmm. the government. It's not the government coming in. The government All just arrests doing, them. Oh, they just get arrested. Right. Right. Or, yeah. or throw more money in, in programs that aren't actually helping some of these kids. To divide know? the home even more. Exactly. Because if the man is in the house, then we can't give you, we can't give you this assistance. Like, exactly. Like, come on, so, breaking the structure. Right. They're actually making it worse for these families and for these kids. They're making it easier for them to join the gangs and start doing these different things. And the church is the one that's showing them the way and pulling them out of and it. And be dependent upon the government instead right. of being dependent upon the truth you know which the truth yeah. is what sets us free and the truth is that we all have inside of us what it takes to elevate in life to to just Absolutely. be built up and, and that's the, the message of jesus that's just what is is to build us up amen and to be we were we were worse beauty for ashes we come as nothing and then he turns our nothing our trash into just something totally beautiful and prospers us we go sing, from sing it. <laughs> Good. Graves in the gardens. <laughs> so that's, you know, the message that we share as Christians, whether you be Baptist, Catholic, non-denominational, um, it's a message of hope. And right now, a lot of people need don't have hope. any hope. They need hope. Yes. And right. so to shut out the church is to shut out hope. Right. And well, I'm against that. And I think that's why they were so against the Let Them Worship event and then now the New Year's Eve event because it's not just one church doing something. It's, it's all different. It's all these different Christians from all these different, you know, facets of Christianity that are coming together, spreading the same message of Christ. And that scares them because of how powerful it is. Yes. I just had the opportunity to meet Pastor Tony Spell. That, mm -hmm. Oh, from Baton Rouge, right? Yeah, yes. And, oh, uh, man. Oh, he was on fire. And they, they, they <laughs> ready. They, they sent him Didn't buses. he get arrested or he got fined? He got arrested. He got put on house arrest. Mm -hmm. He broke the house arrest. To pre and, then, you know, he, he was put on house arrest. Why did they? Look, just because he was preaching, right? Well, yeah. look, watch this. His house is right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the, and, the, and the church is right here. Oh, it's like on the same property or right next yeah. door? Yeah, and he got arrested for breaking the house arrest to preach the gospel at the church on That's his property. Wrong. Oh, so he never left his property. Basically, I guess it's he didn't, but you know but how they could take it is a yeah. separate address. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. But when I was on Crazy. house arrest when I was a kid, well, we was could go light out. pole to light pole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, like that that just shows you the agenda and the malice, the malicious mm -hmm. intent that's behind you, it. You think they put the uh, the dope boy on house arrest or are they just not even looking for him anymore? You talking about before I was saved? No, no, like right now. I thought you were talking. They looking for yeah. Christians harder than they looking for the drug dealers. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. They they exhausting. That that that's crazy. Think about all the time, resources, and money wasted on going they after this. You know, this, right? They could have they could have got rid of the crack dealer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're going after and, the priest. And then and, and, and guess what? If they let us do what we do, they don't have to get rid of the crack dealer right, because you're the gonna crack dealer is going to get transformed. The dope right. dealer turns into the hope dealer. Right. Amen. I'm living proof. Right. Of it. Right. Right. So we got, well, you know, like we got tangible evidence. Oh, we got lots of them yeah. all over the country. All over. Well, the in country. some of these states too, they're letting people out of prison saying for because of yeah. coronavirus and then putting the preachers in prison putting the, the single mom trying no to run yep. no, her business right. into prison yep. it's crazy that's yeah. <laughs> it's really a sad day in america but there is hope there is hope. there's hope Jesus. <laughs> no, but look check this out so i really i feel like since she didn't since she was going so hard Mm -hmm. Behind the court, because I've I've met the mayor. I know. I saw. I just actually went on your page and I saw the picture. Of you hugging the mayor. Yeah. Smiles. Mm -hmm. All yeah. smiles. Yeah, all I love. I love TD. You know what I mean? But it's like, well, it was good then, and I. This is. I really feel like 
she could love our city and then had this like in fear because of COVID. But so she wouldn't give a uh, license for an event. And now she's seen this huge gathering. So she got mad and she got filled with pride because, oh, they didn't go through me or they didn't yeah, get this but, license. But there's a but Supreme then, Court case and, and where look, it, but, you can't, you, you don't no, give right. a religious organization no, you, a permit because yeah. then that was it. The government's yeah. determining what's a religious thing. Exactly. Then, then it's not, it's not us it's not their decision. protesting and rallying, right? right? No. So, so, but then there was a lot of heat came from the entertainers in the city and the promoters in the city. Well, I think right? I think they got the wrong idea from the mayor. Because right. well, I met like one of the biggest promoters in our city the day after. Oh yeah, you called me about that guy. Yeah, and he, me and him did a video because I wanted to set the record straight because they thought they were under the impression mm -hmm. that we got a permit and the cops that were there were detailing the event. Right. Which they weren't. They was there to shut it down, but they couldn't shut it down because you cannot people. stop what God <laughs> is doing. You hear me? Regardless right. of how many people you come with or how many things you implement. Amen. We represent a government that cannot be overthrown and that's the government of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. Kingdom. But um, so look, look, just going back to her because I really like, I feel like she now she's made such of an uproar and now she has to back it up. So pride, right, right? Pride comes before the fall. And pride to take you, it's just like sin, it'll take you further than you ever plan to go and keep you longer than you ever plan to stay. So now this is happening. And then even that event, like for them not to do it in New Orleans, that was going to put New Orleans in a, in, in a secular structure, which, which would give given it like, publicity throughout the world mm -hmm. for this thing with lauren daigle does, right right Dick yeah. Clark. so you you're hurting the city right there and it's already you know? ble it's bleeding to where there's almost no blood left mm. i met i met the owner of uh he owns a few pj's franchises his name's roy and he owns the pj's on decatur street okay and i think he's got the one it's in one of the hotels i think maybe the royal sinesta I asked him to his face. I said, hey, man, and he don't want to talk about it. He even told me, like, man, I don't want to think about it. I just, it's so bad. I said, well, how bad is it percentage-wise? He said he's down 90% compared to last year. Wow. Right, and so, that's a popular And that's a popular. Shop. It's not so like a mom about, and pops exactly, thing. Exactly. Right. You think about these so little shops. The right. That's you know? What, yeah. And this, this, this particular event, New Year's Eve, may bring, you know, some people into the city that might go spend some money, uh, there's something happening in New Orleans. Hey, let's go check it out. Even if we're just standing on the side, filming it with our phones, wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, whatever, like it's on you, but they'll still come to the city to watch it and spend money. And now with all this bad press, if it goes to Gretna, you know, good for Gretna. But I mean, I don't think anybody wants to come to the city with that kind of attitude. Yeah. It's bad for the, for the economy. It's bad all the way around the board. Mm. Right. And they're shutting down the things too that bring the most money in food music it's new food. orleans <laughs> food music yeah, and they're shutting right. those things down now now look I, i'm not, you know they shut down the bars i'm not too upset about that but then I'm, I'm thinking about the economic value like what's going on you shut down the bars in new orleans and the restaurants and, and everything there's no money other than that so then there's no tax revenue for the city and well, in the city, right, and in the mm -hmm. city can't pay for stuff with the schools. They can't fix. They already can't fix the streets. <laughs> but but think about it. The police force. Everybody relies on that tax money. Firefighters, police force, um, all your local stuff. And that money's not coming in anymore. Man, they're redirecting what they have to shut down Christian events. Right, right. right. <laughs> Instead right, of putting right, it where right. it needs to go. Exactly. <laughs> bad bad management right there. And just going back to what you was talking about with the event, 
by them doing there. But see, we was already saying that we was going to do that event right there, right? The um For December 31st. Mm-hmm. So we will not be shaking. Like, we're having that event December 31st. We're right. exercising our rights First to gather, amendment. to mm-hmm. worship. Amen? Right. And uh, regardless of what they say, because I, I do stand on the fact that we do live in America, right? And that w- w- what's the slogan of America? It's the land of the free, right? Right. So basically them telling us we can't gather and we can't worship and them stripping of us, stripping us uh, of our First Amendment right yeah. is them telling us that we're not free. It's just like, all right, Burger King's slogan is have it your way. <laughs> so it's like I pull up to Burger King and they tell me, no, you got to eat a Whopper and you got to get a small fry and you got to get a water with Wait, that. that ain't how but it I is. But I thought I was at Burger King right, having no. my way. Well, no. I thought I was in America, the right. land of the free. And you said that on TV. Well, not you, that right now. You, that, you that, said, this, yeah. is America. This, is America. this is America. This is America. This is America. You know, and... Um, you see that flag right there? It's America, baby. <laughs> they died for this right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what about... what about? Basically, you're spitting on the grave of the dead soldiers that put their mm-hmm. life on the line so we can have freedom. Like... That's not cool. That's not cool. And I, I love my city, you know, and I pray for the mayor. Like, I love her too. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm going to do what I'm, a, I got to have, have my convictions. Amen. And I got to live by the word of God and nothing can trump that. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to gather and we're going to worship. Now, whatever ramification or repercussion comes from that, I'm ready for whatever comes. And, and, mm-hmm. and from the last event, when we spoke on, on uh, TV, um, we had multiple I guess lawyer groups whatever they call what oh, are they yeah. call law firms mm-hmm. reach out and support I, I, I talk with um, some Freedom Alliance I can't remember the name of it but it's a big group they're all over the country they're like hey anything happens we'll, we'll help we'll handle it uh, they work pro bono they had some other lawyer that was mentioned in the article shout out to Sean with let us worship. Yeah, Sean Foy, mm-hmm. he he said something. They too, right? they got the best lawyers in America that said if anything comes against, if there's anything that happens, that they're gonna they they're gonna represent us free of charge because wow. we live That's in a land of the free, right? Yeah. And not only that, Pastor Tony Spell said, don't pay for anything. Yeah, pay for not nothing. like like we're gonna y'all <laughs> go to jail. We get like everything. Like everybody's the body of Christ is coming together, which is a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. that's what's needed. Because we are the light of the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hid. We have to set the standard as the body. Amen. We can't expect the world to do it. We live in this world. We're not of this world. So we need to let the world see something different that will gravitate them out of the world into this marvelous light. Right. Well, and I think, too, in America, with our First Amendment rights, we live in such a comfort bubble. Like, that's what I like to call it. In America, we have such a comfort bubble because we just expect our rights. Right. 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 So some people aren't thinking about the people who have died for us, who have died for this flag. So they're willing to burn it. They're willing to burn the cities down, burn the flag, because they don't understand how much has been sacrificed Mm -hmm. for our rights. And so, and even with the comfort bubble within our own country, other countries don't have that. Right. You know, so when we are start losing our First Amendment rights here, and people say, "Oh, it's just an event. It's just because of COVID, or it's just whatever," they don't realize the snowball effect. In some countries, Christians are killed for worshiping Jesus Christ. That's today. That happens right now. Right. As we speak in other countries, they are being killed and martyred for Jesus Christ. And if everybody could, everybody could look at the Holocaust right now mm-hmm. and be like, man, that is so terrible. Right? right. But they didn't just get there overnight. 
You know, exactly. there was an economy that was collapsed. There was a Great Depression. There was propaganda set in place to look yeah. like this is like basically it looked like the, the Nazi party was their saviors. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. When, eye on when, us. when we'll, people are we'll so make, in fear, we'll help you. We come will on. bring you up. Come. Well, and political leaders, too, within this time have blatantly said both to the American people and leaders of other countries like Canada, China, et cetera, have come out and said, hey, this is an opportunity. Yeah. This pandemic is an Ooh, opportunity that, for us that don't scare to you. forward to push forward with our pre-pandemic agenda. I think that was actually Justin Thoreau, Prime Minister of Canada, that explicitly said, this is an opportunity for us to reset the economy, as he called it, yeah. and push forward our pre-pandemic efforts. That should scare Wake up. everybody. <laughs> they are telling you yeah. what they want wake to do. Wake up. No, keep talking. I just, some right of those, no, like, gotta wake you up. preaching right now. No, right. for real, because people are relying on the news. And, and we've seen it yeah. when we was at all uh, in Minneapolis after the George Floyd, oh, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, for the Juneteenth. They had, you know, the, the, the memorial sat in, in the middle of an intersection. And, right. the, and the news was here getting this angle right. showing that when them. all of this good stuff was going on right here. All you know what they said, right? You know what I said? Hey, did y'all, can y'all get this for your news uh, broadcast? They were from L.A. It was, right. uh, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say what network. It was a Spanish-speaking mm -hmm. network, a very big one. Hmm. Um, but I say, hey, can y'all get this on your shot? Like maybe I'll, I'll get you to the guy over there and talk with him. We got, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing happening. Oh, uh, we didn't see what was happening. I said, are you joking? There's like a thousand people. Hugging together, and crying, Muslims, right. Christians, atheists, gangsters, BLM, uh, nerdy people. All of that. We saw Antifa was there. That was there. And they were like, oh, we didn't know what was going on. So they kept, they were just zooming in on a flower where nobody was at, ignoring mm -hmm. the good. So so what we're seeing on TV is fake. Um, there's a lot of good things happening. There's a lot of bad things happening. But, but regardless, the Christians have to rise up. You need to stay strong. Americans need to rise up and speak out. Just speak truth. How do you combat a lie? <laughs> With the truth. With the right. truth. What's the What's the greatest enemy of a lie? Truth. True. And what is truth? Jesus Christ. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's it's crazy what's going on. But but look. So I I want to piggyback on that of the fake news, right? <laughs> because guess what? We have internet. We have our own news station right now. You have this podcast that you could share with everybody you know because we have to get the truth out there, amen? Mm -hmm. Because they're pumping lies out there every millisecond. There's a lie being pumped all over media, and it's bringing fear unto the people. They're watching it. It's defiling their temple. It's getting in their spirit. They're moving in fear. They don't know if the second phase or the 2.5 phase or, or if this is going to happen or these numbers went up or, or this wave and that wave. Look, I'm not worried about no waves. This is the truth. And the truth will set you free. You have a hope that is in Christ Jesus. If you grab that hope, you will not be swayed by what the media propagates, by what the media is pumping in your face. Sometimes it's time to turn all of that off and tune in to some real sources. And this is a real source. So if you're watching, if you're listening, please hit share. We need to get this out to the masses. We need to get the truth out there. And guess what? Now, now you're responsible for what you do with this truth. Dang. Yeah, that That's was deep. amazing. <laughs> That's real. When that, like, and that fear, too, is fostering no. hate in yeah. people. Yep. They're, they, you have the news telling you who your enemies are. <laughs> and even if they're not true enemies, because right, it's, right. It, it's not the truth or it's a half truth or whatever, it's not your real enemy. And so this fear that we're seeing is fostering hate, whether it's a, um, against people of a different race or a different background, or even maskers versus no maskers. Y'all, yeah. uh. 
there are people yes. <laughs> who are going after each other for either wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. And it's all be- it's all coming from that root of fear that you just talked about. I mean, the media, they had people in our own backyards getting in fist fights over toilet paper at one point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who started that? The news. <laughs> I, I still don't get it. Though. So look, G- God wants yeah. us to, to use a free will, right? Right. God gave us free right, will. Right, so don't you think we should think for ourselves at some point? <laughs> <laughs> oh man one of y'all want to close this out this has been fun yeah it's been super fun i know i guess do you have any like last minute words i kind of like to throw that in there i know like, that thing what? i know i did it that was I, good. <laughs> <laughs> I did we had um one of the girls that was a uh, broadcast journalism and i asked her that and she's like that's the best journalism question you can ask it's just what what last words do you have for our audience and your audience that's listening to this as well what message do you want to get across today you you if you if you if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything and we're not asking you to stand for a government party we're not asking you to stand behind a mayor or a president we're asking you to hold fast to your convictions as a christian not only that like you got to understand where we at and where we from like you were geographically placed here with purpose and, and, and that purpose is for you to just freely express who you are in Christ Jesus because we have the answer. We have the antidote. We don't look towards a vaccine. We look towards Elohim. We don't worry about a second wave. We focus on a second coming. And when you know who you are and your identity is in Christ Jesus, then you cannot be swayed by the doctrines of man and ideologies of man and, uh, and, and what the government says and what the scientists say because those, those, those that differs from day to day as you see in the times we in in 2020 nothing is certain in that world but i'm telling you what's certain the truth will always remain and that's jesus christ and if you start building on that rock you will not be swayed and the evidence of what you're building on is when the storm comes and everybody's in a storm right now but if you're not building on the rock you're gonna sink but if you're building on the rock you will withstand the attack you will withstand the storm amen and you will be a standard not only to protect you but protect those in your oikos those that are around you so it's time to raise your standards and stop letting them fall by any but by what man says or by what the news says it's time to tune off turn off the tv get in the word of god amen open your ears up to sound doctrine share this video just share the podcast and just really just you need to have a relationship with god for yourself that way you cannot be swayed by what everybody else is saying because then you'll know the truth and the truth is what sets you free everybody's moving in bondage because fear is bondage. People are scared to talk to people. People are scared to get next to people. You don't know to shake somebody's hand or give them a hug or just try to bump elbows because you don't know how people's going to act. And that's sad because the whole part of, of, of living is community, it's relationship, it's unification. A house divided cannot stand. A kingdom divided cannot stand. And I'm telling you right now, if this nation does not come together in unification, this nation will not stand. So... You have a responsibility. So share this. Yeah, that was incredible. I love that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I think that's really one of the big messages to take away from this. So thank you so much for letting us come here and interview you. Thank you. It's incredible. I know there's a lot of great stuff in this podcast for you guys to listen to. That that was incredible. Thank yeah. you. Well, thanks, uh, Andy and Emily. This was great. This was fun. Um, I guess we'll do this again sometime. For sure. We have to do it again. I'm ready for part two and three. Yes.
they want to see. 